The following audio may not meet the recording standards you're used to from RPG Academy Network podcasts. Lawful and Orderly streams live on Twitch every Monday at 8pm Eastern, and this audio is pulled directly from our video. Send all complaints to michael at therpgacademy.com and join us on Mondays. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Lan Arcanum, the city of magic. At the nexus of three major ley lines, the city shimmers with magical energy. But that kind of power brings trouble. Trouble that sometimes seems to spawn from thin air. Luckily for the folks of Lan Arcanum, the High Guard take their jobs seriously. LAHG is comprised of many different divisions, but of particular interest is the Special Visions Unit. The SVU deals with the strangest and most disturbing cases in Lan Arcanum. This is one such case. We rejoin our detectives for the thrilling conclusion of... Dead End. Uh, this is part two of our... Part four? This is the last part of the season one <laughs> finale of the Lawful and Orderly Special Visions Unit. In the first parts, the detectives, uh, the detectives' part, chief part, officer, part two dot one, part <laughs> others, uh, the, the the detectives' chief officer was accused of murder. Uh, visions were coming in; they were completely false. They successfully managed to not only uh, extricate themselves from that situation and get their chief exonerated, but they discovered the source of the false visions was none other than their friend Vata Bosek, who was the infamous Red Fletcher. With friends sort like of. him, who needs to investigate their enemies? It's still the high guard, actually, oh. uh, because when they returned from from that uh, that trial in which the Red Fletcher was tried in absentia because he escaped, they found the high guard station burned to the ground. Only ashes and the stone outer structure seem to remain. Uh, they're now stationed in a, the grimy, uh, a grimy one-story building where they've they've had a vision from their last the last seer who's contacted them, Durango Broadbone, uh, the former high guard officer who in fact captured the Red Fletcher 15 years ago, when after which they were put to death, the Red Fletcher. So it's unclear exactly who this is and what's going on. Um, but uh, this vision led them to the Temple of Mortal Departure where they found their abducted victim standing and having a perfectly good time at the altar. Um, when uh, the clever Aaron Twilson discovered that that figure was an illusion, it led them down into the catacombs beneath the city where they found the nearly all of the all of the chartered seers from the city chained to the wall with anti-magic change the pendant of Gersachi streaming magic to or from them powered by Vulcan the ring of fire and sure enough before they could do much of anything the red Fletcher himself stepped out of the shadows to address them well detectives to be honest uh, you're quicker than I would have thought um, but you're definitely still too late to uh, do anything at this point. Oh, please, Officer Twilson. And the Red Fletcher snaps and the room illuminates. Uh, a chandelier seems to be hanging from the ceiling. It's clearly illusion magic, but it's also technically lighting up the room. Don't ask too any questions. Magic's super complicated. So Is that better? So if we if I roll each to disbelieve, will I not be able to see? Is that, oh dear. That's, hmm. I yeah, choose to believe yeah. the illusion. Good call. So you, you've come down here to stop me, am I right? You've come to thwart me. He, his, his completely silvered eyes glance from left to right at the powerful magicians and priests chained to the wall with anti-magic manacles. Uh, 
So you, I, I, uh, a half-baked cleric and a disgraced park ranger and a rookie, what are you, a musician? I don't know. Yes. And a dog. That's one of the things that I... Oh. I, mean, I, I don't believe you and I have met. Um, I'm not. No, I but I know all about you, Officer Sparks. Good way or bad way? Like, no, I very bad. Your your oh. your reputation as one of the most competent members of your group is still very terrible. Oh, interesting. So you're not the kind of person to give someone a chance at a first impression. Once you've heard it, it's that's it for you, huh? <laughs> that's that's often that's prejudice. Find first impressions are misleading, and he disappears. But but right. what, what? Come back. Set. Uh, is, is he still there? Uh, Ellen uh, quick draws her, her longbow and takes a shot at where he was. Uh, give me an attack roll. Ooh. It's not going to be too hard because you're Natural just aiming 20. for that. What? Holy shit! <laughs> what? I, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I, no, I, yep. I swear that it's kind of yeah. focus-ish. All right. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. So what happens is uh, Vata Bosek disappears from your sight. Uh, presumably some sort of aspect of the illusion magic. And Ilan draws her bow, pulls an arrow, and knocks it. The arrow flies through the air, barely passes just over the top of the pendant of Versace, because, again, Ilan's a halfling, so very short, and uh, and goes exactly where uh, the Red Fletcher was saying a moment ago, and it embeds itself in thin air, and you hear a... You hear a Oh, that's the only surprise. Uh, Get him. He re- he reappears with an arrow in his knee. Ah, uh, now I'll never be an adventurer. Ah. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of things you're never going to be Vada Bosek. And uh and and with that Aaron casts vicious mockery on him and <laughs> and leaps out into the room away from uh, from the rest of the detectives to draw his fire. So, vicious mockery is us using our character sheets. I know. Look, tonight's the night. It's, it's got to come out. A string <laughs> of it's a, Okay, so Vicious Mockery is a string of insults laced with subtle enchantments at a creature you hear, you can see within range. They have to make a wisdom so take psychic damage and have disadvantage on its next roll. So I need you to tell me about the string of insults that you throw at Vata Bosek, the Red wow. Fletcher renowned serial killer and abductor of high priests and mages. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Uh, can I describe it or should I do them? Hmm. Um, whichever you would like. If they are, if you feel like maybe they're too vicious for, for to be televised, you can yeah, describe them. I don't want to, I don't want to make our lovely editors have to bleep out too much of the YouTube stream. Just, just, uh, just use local equivalents to uh, swears. Okay, so lots of uh, frack and uh, crypt. No. <laughs> so crypt. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. so uh, as as he he leaps away uh, from from the rest of the group, Aaron uh, lets out a string of insults about uh, the Red Fletcher being a terrible uh, pulp comic book character that he <sighs> that his younger his youngest brother did a better version of the Red Fletcher on stage when he was still in diapers and he shat his pants on stage. That that more people feared that version of the Red Fletcher than the one that's in the room with us now. And that whatever harebrained scheme he thinks he's going to get away with, he's going to get put away by three, th- uh, three people and a dog, one of whom he wouldn't even let say hello. 
you, he, he is, he is almost physically knocked back by this string of insults. <laughs> and you hear him lash out in all of your minds with this oh, shit. Just screamed like, no! Then he, he, it, it echoes in your in your mind and, and rattles you for a second, but uh, you see he's definitely more affected than you were by this. Um, psychic damage. All right, that's great. Good way to start the good way to start the combat. Uh, it looks like we're going to be looking at Shannon or Bark to be doing something. Yeah. Hey, jeez. After that shade was thrown, I don't know. If I can... <laughs> I can top that. Um, I, I guess I will. Got a light crossbow. Yeah, keep I'd in mind there's that. also the pendant of Gersachi in the middle of the room and a translucent crystal housing the uh, Vulcan, the ring of magical right, fire. Right, right. And you would be the most qualified to touch it or not, as the case may desire. The, the pendant of Gersachi is a relic of the Church of Fashionology, which you are technically a member of, I think? Like an exiled Ex member? Hey, you know what? Excommunicated yeah. still means you yeah. probably know how to work the Ex gears. You can't Ex spell excommunicated without communicated. Exactly. So because that's my religion and, you know... It just will totally work. Can I just like walk over to it? Why and... don't you? Oh, go ahead. Tell me what you're gonna do. I was gonna say, can I like walk over to it and like grab it and take any relevant information that might be housed in with it? I I like this. So what you can do is I, I want two things from you. I want a religion check, and if you okay. succeed on that, you get advantage on your on your like your willpower roll to try and rest control of this pendant yeah okay here we go <sighs> oh. oh what was your, that was your religion <laughs> role so you get to add your your intelligence bonus and your religion like whatever is on your character sheet probably plus okay. four so I, I got a one plus four so uh, five. Uh, five okay so, one. so you are extremely unfamiliar with the pendant of Gersachi. It was never something that you even got to hold while you were in the church. Uh, Sounds you were right. At some of the ceremonies, but um, you were just, it was just, it was always, it was always, oh, no, 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 Shannon, please, please, honey, just hang on a second. We'll, we'll talk to you about it later. We'll talk to you about it later. But you can still try and wrest control of it. So if you give me a, uh, a wisdom save roll wisdom save yeah wisdom save okay so and against magic i don't know if clerics uh, have any i don't know if uh, Shannon her wisdom save bonus bonus. is plus five uh oh, oh that's a good but start. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you have any other benefits no okay, don't so. think so i can't imagine so go ahead and just give me a plus five a d20 plus five yeah your okay. your your uh your centaur gore attack is not going to help you so <laughs> i got a 10 and a five so 10 plus five 15 yeah <laughs> That is just enough. Ah! And you, ah! with your with your opposable hooves, you grab onto the pendant, and it resists as you're pulling it back. And you, you don't know anything about how it works, so you just will it to obey you. And it it is like some sort of really strong magnet, and it suddenly just clicks, and it's no longer being pulled to the crystal, and it comes into your hand, and the, the lines of energy coming out from it to all of the priests and, and high priests and mages, uh, they dissolve. And uh, it comes back into your hand. I'll tell you what you can you can ask me one question about sort of what's been going on now that you're holding the pendant in your hand. Okay. Like what what do you want to know that you might be able to get from Sh this pendant? Shannon, you have maybe a channel to God right now. Basically. Oh my God. I feel like I want to use this selfishly, but I know. Do it. Do it. 
do it. But I know that we're trying to solve this mystery. <laughs> I'm torn. Do you see yourself somewhere different in five years now, now that you have this pendant? <laughs> I think I do. Oh! My high guard. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, 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 okay. Okay, yes. Back. Oh, yeah, there it is. What have these people done to be imprisoned on this wall? And have any of them done something that was worth it? So that's like a two-parter. It's like a two A and a B. Um, so you hear you 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 think this question and you look into the pendant and you you will it and you it's it's a chant, it's a mantra, it's a prayer. And you hear the voice of the deity of fashionology, Tira Baquez. And you hear her in your mind. And she says, these people were all innocent and they didn't deserve any of this. Shannon Sparks, it is in your power to free them, to right this wrong and return this pendant to the church of fashionology of which you are a proud and powerful member. Your fierceness knows no rival within the Church of Fashionology, Shannon. Get it done, girl. Okay. I like the girl power thing on the end, deity. Thank you. <laughs> and, and and full member. Full member. Yeah. The, you got the, like your, your 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 card untorn up. Yeah. I feel like you could have helped me out with that first roll, but we're not looking back here. So okay. Here we go. <laughs> oh, yeah, wait, wait, so so I wanna I wanna try if I can to add to the drama here. Uh somebody pointed out in a side channel, uh, did the lights go out when she took control away from Vada Bosek? Because the lights were his illusion. Yes, they did. As soon as so the, we're as all the, plunged into darkness. As whilst... the arcane channels dissolved, uh so did so too did all the illusions in this room. Um the 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 chandeliers disappear. The light from uh, from Aaron's penny whistle is still active because that spell is is uh, time. It's not concentration based. Uh, and you find also that uh, that something else has changed in this room. There's an there's another entrance in this room. Previously, there were just two entrances, mm. um, but on the side wall, there's a third opening, a third doorway. <clears throat> and you, you can hear you you can you can see the shadowy figure now of, of Vata Bosek uh, uh, make it struggle back to his feet, and uh, he pulls out his bow and knocks an arrow. And uh, I think Scott, what is Bark up to? Ah, uh, that's that's a, a good question. I, I think uh, Bark, um, the rescue dog, yeah. is. Um, mm, you know, of of all the people in this room, uh, the the one who Bark has never been brought treats by, but always kind of hoped because he smelled like old man and uh, mints, you know, and dated candies and things that might be stuck into the inside of his pockets of his old dirty robe that he doesn't clean enough, was that unnamed seer who we unnamed just, <laughs> just don't know his name. He has one of 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 the mysterious stranger seer who we we just never connected with in a deep personal level because he. We all forgot he was a repeat NPC because he was such a generic seer. He's just like <laughs> the old white dude with the beard in every fiction who's like, I see something, right? And you're like, yes, white bearded dude. I understand. <laughs> um, so, so, uh, uh, Bark, uh, wondering if, if maybe uh, either he could lick him enough to wake him up or nuzzle one of those old candies that stuck to his pocket out of his pocket while he's unconscious, goes up to him and starts uh, licking his face. 
and then licking down to his robe, his pockets. Give me a, just give me a straight D20 check. While licking. Yeah, please. Sound effects more. Six. Six. (laughs) So, uh, so he, he stirs. Uh, this this older seer he he stirs he he wakes up a little bit. Uh, Bark doesn't find anything interesting in his pockets. But, uh, oh, he, that's he, the he stands failure. up. He, he he looks up. And he says, "Oh, dog, what what is it? detective? Have you come to release us from this prison? It is that man there, the Red Fletcher, who has imprisoned us. Oh, oh he's he already he's got an arrow in his knee. I see. Very good. Well." Carry on, then I suppose. Uh, Thanks, uh, uh, Bark. Bark carries uh, what, on. What is your name? What's uh, Vata Bosek. stands up and turns to you. His name is Archibald, <gasps> and he he shoots. Um, I think he shoots Shannon. What? I oh, knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. I think it's pretty obvious. Like the the mockery from Aaron was devastating, but uh, when Shannon wrest control of that pendant away from him, he got real mad. Oh, I tried so hard to pull aggro. Oh, wow. Yeah, give me a um, give me a dexterity save. Oh dexterity no. Save. Okay. Uh... Yeah. Can she have some? I don't know. She's holding this illusory item of unknown power. Uh, maybe that could give her some advantage on. What does her form look like now? It's probably j- gibbering all over the place. I bet she's not that easy to hit. I I will give you advantage. So you roll roll a d20 twice and pick the highest result and then okay. add your dexterity bonus to that or your dexterity oh, bonus to that. Okay. Okay, so I got a 15 and a 17 and unfortunately I have a plus 0 for dexterity. Well, luckily for you, 17 is enough and the arrow uh goes right through your heart except that you weren't really standing there uh you had picked up the 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 the, the pendant is very powerful and you're trying to figure out how to use it and uh you you whether by accident or, or on purpose you shifted yourself about a foot and a half to to the left so the arrow passes right by your arm as you were um, like does my butt really look like that in these why did no one <laughs> tell me oh ellen i think your butt looks great Stop talking so, about her butt. We're fighting. So the Wait. red Fletcher had perfect aim, but uh, he, he, you were just, you were not where you were supposed to have been. Uh, okay. So the arrow, the arrow cracks into the stone wall and actually is embedded in the stone wall. Oh. Uh, on the Good thing there wasn't a religious figure there. Thankfully, so, it was right I, by the doorway. There were can I like attack him back? Am I like allowed to do that right now? Um, yeah, we're, we're in pretty free form with initiative. So I think you can go ahead and take your turn. I'm all right with that. Okay, so I'm gonna use a little light crossbow on this guy. That's yeah, go doing. for it. Yeah, uh, have an archery fight with uh, a peerless archer. Okay, so I'm gonna roll it. The guy, no one who doesn't have cool ass illusion magic anymore. That's fair. And has had already taken an arrow to the knee, so like he's already been out archered. Okay. That's right. So I rolled a d8, and I got an eight, and then I have. Is that cool? Uh, d20 you plus need to roll. three to hit. Uh, then the yep. D8's damage. So you're, you you got the damage done. Yeah, nice. you're going you're gonna to really hit him hard if you hit him with this damage. Oh, I got a 15 for that D20, so... Bada bang! That will do it. Uh, so the arrow... So that arrow, you take out your crossbow. I think you need a pithy one-liner. So this guy has just tried to hit you in the heart with an arrow, and you your, your illusion magic saved you. Okay. And you pull out your crossbow, and you load it, and you pull it back, and you aim it right at him. And what does Shannon Sparks, Officer of the High Guard, say? I am the pony woman. Like, I have the tiger, but not. Because that's trademark. 
I have the unicorn. Unicorn woman. You know what, Ilan? Can I have my moment? Okay. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Finwick. Finwick. Uh, looks around and like, there's a table. Like, wait, wait, this doesn't even make any sense. I don't understand that one. Uh, but uh, it doesn't matter whether your line was shifty Shut up, enough. Tassel. Because that arrow slams into his shoulder, uh, the opposite from his opposite from the knee that Ellen hit earlier, uh, and it it spins him around and he he falls backwards and, and catches himself on one hand, but uh, his bow goes sliding across the floor. You Ugh. spin him right round, baby, right round. <laughs> and uh, he looks he looks at the, the four few detectives, and he looks at the people surrounding him, and he looks at the crystal in the middle of the room. And he makes a run for the crystal, drawing a, Aaron a wavy dagger. Aaron cast sleep. Ah. All right, what's the that's, that's what's the wisdom? Hit points. It's, it's, yeah. It's what's just, the DC? Uh, it's, it's, oh, you yeah, just there's... roll hit points, and if he has less than the threshold left. Yep, that's yeah. how it works. Okay. Yeah. Can you tell me again? What do I roll for that? It's like five d eight, I think. D8. Uh, it is five d eight actually, because we looked this up uh, recently. Yeah. Yep. Okay, here we go. We are RPG professionals, everyone. Everyone. <laughs> we have to look up first level spells. Uh, all We're right. actually using the so, rules tonight. So far, so good. Six. Hey. That's a good start. All right, not as good. Three. Oh. So nine. Eight. Oh. 17. Four. 21. Six. 27. That's pretty good. That's especially pretty good for targeting one person as a first Is level character. Is he level one or two? Or very hurt. Oh, uh, so uh, he run. He's running at the. He's running at the crystal. Um, uh, he's got his dagger. He's clearly gonna. He's clearly gonna break this crystal and grab Vulcan, the ring of magical fire. Uh, and as he lunges for it, Aaron casts a spell, a sleep spell. And what? What? What magical uh, melody or magical? lyrics does does Aaron use to cast this sleep spell which immediately puts him to sleep it's uh it's actually not lyrics uh for those of you at home this is the time when you put on your headphones and I hope that whoever's mixed this video has put it into stereo for you because it sounds like this it sounds like oh my goodness it's been such a hard day this is such a bold move you've been doing trying to take over the city why don't you just relax take a deep breath in and let it out and just go ahead and let go imagine your body floating in a formless void, that's right. It feels nice, doesn't it? Just lean back, take a, take another breath. And here we go, we're gonna drift away. There goes our pain, pain in the limbs, pain in the arms. Ah, oh, it's gone, there it goes. And and here we go, we're gonna, there we go. And that's and that's the sound. <laughs> and he, he, he slumps to the floor, like he, he's running and he's running, slows down. And then he just is, he goes down to his knee and he crawls a little bit and then he just falls down <laughs> right in front of the crystal asleep. <laughs> and um, <laughs> all the priests and the mages rattle their chains and start shouting. They're all hoarse and they're all exhausted and they're all beat up. Hey, good job. Yeah. Oh, I'm so that, happy. That's Officer Twilson for, for all of you. And. Uh... Ellen will uh, run over and check his pockets for keys to manacles. Sure oh. enough, he has a, a single skeleton key, which will open every manacle in this room. Yay! He murdered a key! <laughs> you can get him on that one, too. All right. 
So, so you know, if flying keys are endangered. You know, to get a whole room full of flying keys is, you know, they they, they have they have a key aviary uh, down in Brookingsville, right? The suburb. I, I've been uh -huh. there once. It was great, but but wow. they're really endangered. You you can't be killing keys in this town. Jeez, Hill, and I had no idea. I always thought that keys were forged from dead metal by the the power of talented blacksmiths to uh, to fit locks, which were made of tumbler and and spring and pin systems that were also made out of. Dead metal. I'm learning well, so much. Well, yeah, but flying keys are, are, are different. They're they're a naturally occurring animal that's defense mechanisms to look like blend in with ordinary things, right? They they used to live in urban environments, but the pollution really got to them. Like you know, the Smith area, it's really bad. Yeah. Oh, and so so yeah, they they uh, they just live in in uh, little shelters, but they're hunted because when you kill them and, and remove their flesh, they can unlock many locks. And uh, it, it's been there. There's a study going right now that. A study going on right now that uh, speculates that the inherent magic in Land Arcanum is causing existing keys to spontaneously become flying keys. And there <laughs> have been a lot of people reporting missing keys. They're just like, I swear, it was hanging out. I it was in my hook or is it in my jacket? Where it's my, my jacket. work keys go about every week. I just never keep keys to the office. I'm so sorry, guys. One day I'll remember. Yep, they're doing a study right now, so I guess you'll have to wait and find out about that. So, uh, so that's yeah, right. Go around. They're there's actually an ad for the study. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's oh. uh, the University of Lan Arcanum is looking for test subjects. Have you found yourself locked out of your home, your office, your cart? Come join us at the University of Lan Arcanum for a study. We want to see if we know what happened to your keys and prevent it from happening to others. Unfortunately, University of Lan Arcanum cannot be responsible for any locked out items. You will not be able to get a man into your establishment without the use of a locksmith. We will not provide a locksmith for you. Yep, that's uh that one. That is one I've heard. Of. That one they 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 the uh, the boys and girls shout it from the street corners. Because <laughs> um, that's again that's that's how I've, that's how it works. Yeah, it's just people hey, shouting you, and singing. Go to a study. <laughs> Have you lost your keys? Yeah, you, sir, sir, your keys. Um, so you guys go around and un unlock it's, all it's of the these pickpockets slash crimes. They 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 have a good business. They know it's exactly a, who lost their keys. It's an unsustainable model. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you've unlocked everyone. You have the Red Fletcher, um, unconscious and pretty severely injured, um, on the floor. You have the it, pendant it, of Grisachi. Ilan's taken most of those manacles, and 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 she she's working on the third set on his forearms, Holy right? God. After she got what, set on his another set on his ankles, right? And and she's like, yeah, I don't think his thighs are gonna work. I might have to bundle three or four of these manacles together, but we got plenty. <laughs> okay, that's exceedingly brilliant. Uh, so as you're as you're finishing bundling him, you hear uh, footsteps coming from that third doorway that was hidden. Um, it must be the chief. Vata, va and you see like eyes like for a minute catch the light from Ilan's uh, from Aaron's penny whistle, uh, and then they go wide and and immediately disappear. And you see a shadowy figure running backwards uh, out of the room. Aaron oh. bolts. Aaron goes after. What? Is is, is, is it fine for PT? Uh, again? <sighs> We're all running in our heels right now, right? Yep, again. Yeah. <laughs> you have a heel. So I need I need a dexterity check from everybody, but it's at a disadvantage because you're all in heels. Oh. Uh, could... <laughs> I'm not going to bullshit you. No, I am going to bullshit you. Uh, Aaron, <laughs> please, Aaron, please. Listen, Aaron has performed in a lot of... <laughs> goofy stuff okay he's a trapeze artist and that means he's had to wear 
big big foam suits uh, to, to be a bear on a flying trapeze riding a unicycle like heels is a challenge but I don't I don't, I don't think it's any different from uh, like some some challenging routine that Aaron would do so I think he's challenging he's he's like channeling all of his stage performance powers maybe to make this more of an acrobatics check than than uh, <laughs> just a, a dexterity or athletics check I'll tell you what you can make it an acrobatic check, but it's still at disadvantage. This All is right, not a professionally enough. constructed stage. It is a dark, old cobblestone corridor. So, and, and if and if it uh, hadn't been disadvantaged before, uh, Ilan crashing into you as uh, both of his heels break, like <laughs> ah! wow. Uh, I rolled a six both times, but plus uh, plus four is ten. Okay, um, Shannon, what was your what was your result? Oh, I rolled a seven and an eighteen. Oh, but I get the seven. But you take the lowest one. So, seven so is that three uh, failures for the scales of justice? That is uh, two failures and one success. Ten was uh, ten was all you needed for this one. Wow, oh, that was oh. generous. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I I mean, you're all professionals. You're all in good shape. Heels are difficult, but I mean, again, none of you are. Ilan, even Ilan, who's not a trained athlete, is still in good enough shape to do some running. But I need to do less Ilan and chilling on the weekends. Less Ilan like a villain, yeah, that's not good. Um, so, uh, so Ilan uh, trips and collapses. Uh, Bark stumbles over Ilan, and Shannon uh, uh, stumbles and catches herself against the wall. Oh. And Aaron, Aaron, does he keep running? Does he look back? You're wet. Uh, <laughs> no, he's. He's basically just like, uh, if Vada wasn't the bad guy, then this is all we got. We got to at least find out who this person is. So he's he's just running to tackle. And, and, and Rolf's uh, bringing up the, the, well, the rear of those who aren't in a big pile of body and like, ow, where'd I put my broken heel? Do you have any glue, Shannon? Your emergency you know song I kit do. on you? Because I, I you tore know out. We, we gotta, I, I can't, it's not presentable. Yeah, so in rapid fashion. Shannon whips out a needle and thread, and she's like, she like sews uh, Ellen's armhole patch back on. Thanks, Shannon. You're the best. Of course. You should probably shave your, your armpits next time. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Wouldn't that not help with the oh, never mind. Fine. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so, so the three of you are quickly after Aaron, but Aaron has a significant lead. You can still see him by the light from the penny whistles he's running. Uh, but Aaron is the first one to to enter a uh, a uh, it, it's a it's about a couple minutes, uh, but you enter a small chamber, larger than the corridor, but a lot smaller than the one you were in. Um, and this one is lit by torchlight. And uh, at the at the door is a a figure in um, silver armor um, turned away from you, reaching up for a door. And as you you come to a halt in the room, what do you say to this mysterious figure? Mm, what what would I say? What would Aaron uh, say? So he's just he just caught the red Fletcher, but someone else has come down here and and might be a part of this plan. He just sprinted down a dark corridor in yeah. high heels to catch them. I I almost want to say that Aaron doesn't want to say anything. He wants to just like like be on them. He wants to bodily bring them down. And so his his move is just going to be to keep hoofing it, especially if they're reaching for a door like they don't know he's there or they're about to get away. This isn't time for pithy remarks. <laughs> All right, what? Fair enough. The bard doesn't Didn't... believe, really. Right. I'm very surprised, but but uh, Aaron is dedicated to the Force, the uh, truth, justice, and the Arcanum way. Give me a 
Um, go ahead and give me a strength roll. Oh, boy. Yeah, you're like a real muscly guy, right? Uh-huh. Acrobat, the live. Ac- acrobat. acrobat Minus one to strength. Perfect. Perfect. Oh, boy. Uh, well, I rolled a two. Okay, <laughs> so that, that is definitely... Unnatural one. An unnatural one. So that's definitely a failure. Uh, so you slam into this person, and she stumbles forward, but y- you actually find your head ringing a little Cook. bit from yeah. hitting the armor. Uh, and she turns around, and it is Norina Hackleaf. Yeah. A, th- a persistent thorn in your side since your first day on the job. And she says, of course it's you, you incompetent idiots. And hey. We're she taking draws, down your operation. She draws a long, bright steel sword that begins to glow as Ilan approaches. It's bright steel, the the enchanted weapon that glows in the presence of halflings. So as and, uh, is, yeah, Shannon, is Shannon running with Ilan? Yeah, so Shannon and Ilan and Bark are coming into the room just as as Norina Hackleaf turns around with her sword drawn, and she's like, "Ooh, that's so pretty. Where'd you get that? That's nice." Officer Sparks, this is Bright Steel. It's the enchanted sword for which my adventuring company was named. And it's all I'll need to deal with you once and for all. Also, these outfits are actually awesome. Oh my god, Loretta, thank you so much. Thank you. Your friend was not as nice. I know you're probably going to kill us or whatever. Still going to kill you for sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really worried about it, so I just thought I'd take a second. Yeah. These great outfits. I'm still going to kill you. Yeah. Um, but I might take that design. It's really nice, you know, and the, the, yeah. the BAC can really use maybe like a new consistent uniform. Okay. Anyway, cool. Ellen's saying, well, you're going to have to get our new consistent uniform. Shing! Draws a short sword over my dead body. Shing! Draws a trowel. Oh, oops. Shing! Draws a larger shovel. Oh, hold on. Just a second. It's new uniforms. The back doesn't... Oh, okay, there's the other short sword. Okay. So, uh... So she has got a long shining sword in one hand, and she pulls out a small cloth uh, bag in her other hand. And I am going to need poison with your sack of marbles. Poison a, alert! I am going to need a Constitution saving throw from everybody as she throws this sack in your midst, and it explodes in a powder of dust. Oh! All right. Oh. Constitution is so. Just roll that and add whatever your Constitution bonus is. Uh, yeah, and if you uh, if you got the constitution checked off, mm-hmm. you also get to add your proficiency bonus because it's a save. Mm. Uh, hey, Scott, you made these cards. What would checked off look like? Uh, it looks like the the dot in saving throws is filled in. I don't think uh, Barnes don't get think constitution. I, I doubt they get have they it. get probably Dex and Wiz yeah. or Dex and Chop. Right. Charisma saves. Yeah, we are professional Dungeons and Dragons Four. players. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Only two of us. Oh. None of us. Uh, oh, what about oh, an 18 a... plus two for an unnatural 20? Oh, dog. Mm. All right, uh, Shannon. Okay. Oh, so I rolled twice or just once? Just once. Okay. So I got a 13 plus two. So. <sighs> All right. And uh, Scott, I need you to roll twice once for Illin and once for Bark. All right. Uh, okay. Illin got uh, nah, 11. Oh. And uh, Bart got an 18 on the die, plus one is 19. Okay, wow. so I will point out to everyone watching, we did make Scott break out his book. Well, so. I'm, I'm trying to find out if, if uh, stout halflings get resistance to poison. Now I can't remember. 
I don't think, I don't think they do. Uh, I really don't you're think they do, but I wanted to look. You're a stout halfling? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am. I'm a stout little halfling. Yes, <laughs> and this, uh, for those of you playing along at home... Those... Advantage on saving throws against poison! What? No! Yes! Stout resilience. You have advantage on saving throws against poison, um... and you have a resistance against poison damage. All right, roll me a second roll, then, for Illin. Uh, and it's worse. Okay, so we're fine. Okay, so Illin passes out immediately. <laughs> Uh, just collapses and to the I'm ground. Gonna <laughs> yeah, it's it, there's a slight delay because this is the dried powder form of uh, blind leaf. Um, but Bark does have a a a small vial of antidote around bar, around her neck. And Bark is a smart smart dog. Scott, how does Bark resuscitate Ilan? <laughs> Very slobberly. Perfect. I like to think that maybe uh, like, as, like as licks the the vial off onto Ilan's face. I have licks two words. The cap I, have, off I have actually and then two licks words. the medicine all over. Uh, this I think this will explain for everyone at home. Puppy motorboat. <laughs> I'm not sure how that would work, but I'll I'll take it. With with Spark doing both sides of the motorboat. Okay. <laughs> with Ilan's face the whole time. So Ilan will be back with us uh, on the next round, um, and both of you, everyone else is, uh, everyone else survived the, the the dust. You all either held your breaths, or you waved it out of the way, or you just breathed it in deeply and 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 powered through. Powered through. It. So um, I think it's going to be Shannon because Aaron Aaron initiated this with his failed uh, tackle. So Shannon, you are face to face with a armored warrior woman with a magic sword who has just okay. tried to poison you. Mm, okay. Um, does she? So her armor does it? It doesn't cover her face, right? It's just her no, body. No, it's a it's a breastplate. It's a it's a mostly just her chest and shoulders and uh, abdomen. Ah, oh, okay. So she messed up today because I'm going to use some mace on her. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> no, canonical. You have you have mace. That's fantastic. Yeah. It's great. Yes, it's, it's it's not in fact a uh, a steel uh, you know short club like instrument with with no. metal spikes. Right, oh, the traditional medieval mace. mace. Oh, oh, this is absolutely nope. yep yep yep. This is no, a real mace. You have mace. So, uh, I know Shannon a lot of people at home. Mace. They were thinking it was going to be that bludgeoning instrument. And nope. Traditional and Dungeons and Dragons. You should all check yourselves. That was judgment. <laughs> in, in, in the magical city of Lenarcanum, the city of magic, uh, when when you're walking down Dirt Alley alone at night. Nothing uh, can save you quite like Mace. Hey, this, look, this, not... Today's episode of Lawful and Orderly was brought to you by Stevenson's Mace. For Mace, uh, when uh, the, the criminal element is When Stevenson says you need it. When uh, the, the night is dark and scary. Yeah. Take Stevenson's Mace. Nice. It's very good. Yeah, because look, we're not, oh, we're not the Inquisition. We're, we're not the Ombudsman. We're not the Street Guard. We have non-lethal options. You do. You use them on almost every occasion. So, so Shannon, uh, so uh, Jeffrey, so Shannon has this mace. Um, I want you to tell me exactly what she, like, how does she, like, so she's obviously aiming for this, uh, for Narina's face, but what does she do and what does she say as she pulls out this, um, um, what does it look like? Flask of mace that when you break the seal at the bottom, it, the pressure sends up the, the liquid into a fine mist. Like a it's a like one-time bottle, use item. A spray bottle of, yeah. of um, Tommy No Fingers' mace. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's a oh, it's an old tiny perfume bottle yeah, with yeah, a yeah. with a pressure yeah. bulb. Yeah. <laughs> Tactical bulb. 
she pulls <laughs> yes. it out and Lorena's like, oh, that's so cute. And I'm like, and Shannon's like, yeah, it's really cute. I got it on sale. Do you want to see it? And I guess like Lorena's like checking it out and then she like smashes it into her face. <laughs> give me a, uh, give me a, just go ahead and give me your damage roll for that. Okay. Um, and that's a d20, right? Nope. Uh, so you want to do the uh, d6 for me? Okay. Or d8? Let's see. So d8. And I got an 8. Shit. <laughs> Criminy. All right. So, uh, so you hold up this bottle. Forever. She leans into it. You spray it. Um, she, in fact, does not resist uh, the mace at all and uh, takes a big face full of it and s- staggers back and shouts and, like, wipes her eyes and, like, swings her sword wildly. Uh, and what is your, um, Shannon, what is your defense? Uh, your armor class armor. is 17. 17 uh, for our our beleaguered cleric. Um, so before she does her, like, defense move, she's like, yes. face the mace! That's what she oh, screams. She perfect. Okay. okay, she screams face the mace. <laughs> that could not be better. Um, however... Uh, even with her, even with her disadvantage from being blinded from the mace, her sword connects with Shannon. Oh. Shannon, no! And Shannon oh takes eight points of damage. Oh yikes! That's oh. a little hefty. It's uh, it was I just ro- I just made three of the best rolls I've ever made on this show. Okay. Do, do we okay. count that as a failure for us? Um, no, I don't think so. Not all bad guys' successes are our failures. Yeah, I think yeah, I don't think that's fair. The scales of justice uh, are based on your actions. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, you'd be otherwise it'd be just all negative all the time. People are Ayo. failures all over the city. Right. So oh, I'm boy. guessing I'm hurting pretty bad right now, right? Uh, you have two points left. Imagine you are yeah as a cleric. Ten total. Uh, so now you're down to two. So yeah, you just got hit with a with a with an enchanted sword. Uh, you've got some armor on, fashionable armor, obviously. It's an armored uh, out, uh, officer's uniform. Uh, but yeah, she just hit you uh, pretty hard with the sword. So you may not be bleeding, but you probably got a fractured rib. You're definitely going to have some long term bruising, um, and you stagger backwards. Oh, so she staggers backwards, but she doesn't fall on the ground because she doesn't mess up her pants because they make her butt look nice. So she just leans on the wall, and she's like, guys, I'm, I might be out for the count. You're, you're, you should have some way of healing yourself, probably. But Perfect. I'm going to nope. do the spell and heal myself, so it's okay, because I have really good healing powers and medis- medicinal powers. So can I do a medicinal throw just to, like, um, on, your next, on my ribs? Next on your next turn. On your next oh, turn again. Oh. So uh, I think we're uh, I think we're back to Aaron. Okay, um, Aaron is going to. Oh yeah, Illa's out. Yeah, Illa's still sleeping, being slobbered uh, on by. That's good um, audio right there. So that's really distracting, Sky. <laughs> Can we lose good that? Quality Foley work. <laughs> I'm I'm a snore artist. Yeah. So. Um, Oh boy, I, I hate resorting to actual violence. Um, you won't use your sleep spell for the day. <laughs> actually, yeah, Aaron's got two spell slots for those following along at home, and he he detected magic and he's slept a guy, so that's uh, that's gonna do it. Yeah. Um, except uh, he does have a cantrip called Vicious Mockery, right? 
Which I uh, can use again cantrip? if you wanted to. That is a, a cantrip. Thank you, Scott, for rolling this character. It's a good cantrip. Uh, yeah, so um, Aaron is uh, actually, while um, uh, Shannon is, is staggering back, he has, he has drawn his longsword and he's drawn his dagger. And uh, and uh, what was what were the words that Norena used? Uh, said that like we're idiots. Yeah, you. She, she just called you all idiots. You idiots. Yeah. Uh, oh. You ruined it all, you idiots. We're the idiots. You had a spell that could fool the seers. You had all the seers in the city locked away. You had taken one of the most powerful relics of the Church of Fashionology, as well as this amazing burning ring that I'm not sure of the prominence of because that's not my deal. Let me tell you what my deal is. And the deal of all the people that you're facing right now. We take people like you and we put them in manacles. So we'll see who's smart without her fancy sword and without her fancy armor, who's sitting on the other side of bars in a jail cell. And uh, with that, he uh, leaps behind her to uh, to try and, and give a stab with the sword. Yeah, give me an attack roll with that sword. 16 plus, do I have a plus? Attack bonus with the rapier is plus four, so that's an unnatural Holy 20. Moly. Yeah, you nailed it. All right, yeah, and roll your damage. You got stabbed so bad. I don't like it, you guys. Uh, all right, 1d8 plus two. Where's my d? Where is it? Scott built some good characters. Kyle is not this efficient. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I rolled an eight. Uh, plus two is ten. So, uh, so sorry about armor, your kidney. This armor is not enchanted. It's nice armor. It's very shiny. It's very good. But you also snuck up behind her, and you know, armors uh, really, especially the shiny breastplate armor, is really designed to take frontal attack. So, uh, the thick leather and and metal platings on the back are good. But you got a rapier. You're right there, and you just push right through it. And uh, she she screams, "Oh my god! You just stabbed me!" Uh, and then she like stumbles forward and like falls to the ground, like grabbing her back, like, how you stabbed me? And then like, you see her eyes roll back in her head a little bit. She goes, I hate you, you idiot. And then she just collapses. Oh. So, uh, um, so that's, yeah, so that is. And Aaron's like, oh, 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 uh, oh, So you've captured Norena Hackleaf. She is alive. You did not kill her. Uh, she's unconscious, and Shannon is able to patch her up without too much difficulty. Uh, Bark successfully wakes up Illin, who so Illin having fallen asleep in the midst of a battle and waking up after it's over. Uh, 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 uh. Sorry, I I must have dozed off. Is 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 the chief on us? What's what's going on? Oh. Uh. Is, is it leaky in here? I've, I've got a lot of moisture on my face. Oh, it must be Bark. Oh, you're so cute. Oh, you're so cute. Oh, you're such a good boy. Oh, you're such a good boy. So, uh, so you go, you take, you, uh, you take Narena, you go back to the room with all the priests and high priests and mages. Uh, Vata Botsek's still there, bound with a bunch of uh, anti-magical shackles. Um, he stirs a little bit as you get in the room, but he's still out like a light. Um, and uh, you you sing your song of getting back out of the catacombs yeah. and lead a merry parade of high priests, official city seers, and magicians uh, up through the, through the catacombs out into the uh, the Church of Mortal Departure, or the Temple of Mortal Departure building, the Temple of Mortal, Mortal Departure. And uh, 
obviously the illusory Savak Kavas is no longer there. And the real Safat Kavas uh, stumbles out and uh, followed by all these other, all these other Shears and magicians and uh, Finwick Tassel's like, hey, uh, this is really terrible. And I want to say thank you guys for arresting me. And again, <laughs> I'd like to extend my hand. Uh, Aaron, Twilson, uh, if you ever want to perform, uh, you know, you've always got a spot in my, in my stable. Uh, the most uh, divine, uh, holy order of, uh, the most holy order divinely inspired performers available at reasonable rates. I would love new members. Uh, Aileen, uh, Bark, uh, Shannon, you guys are, are primo performers. I would love to have you. So just anytime you're interested, just give me, just give me a tweet and he hands you his, his uh, Twitbird contact information. So uh, yeah, great. Any finger guns you want. Thanks. Bye. And uh, Archibald, the very tall, pale, bald seer who Vata, whose name Vata Bosek knew. He puts Archie. his hands in his sleeves. I know you only know my name because the murderer told you. But it still what? makes me feel nice that you know. What? Arch Archie, can I call you Archie? I'd okay. rather you call me Archibald or perhaps can Archibald the Aware, my official title. Could we call you Bald? Because I can remember don't. that one. That's that's I'd easy. I'd rather you didn't. Thanks, Bald. I, I just want to say I should have expected this. I just want to say, Archie, I'm just so glad that we got to have this moment. That that we learned your name in this moment of of deep terror and 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 we'll be bonded for life now. We're all friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sighs very heavily. You know, you know, Aaron. He's he's pretty tall. I mean, since Mikhail is out, sh should we recruit him into our basket orb team? Are you recruiting me only because I'm bald to replace your bald compatriot? No, because because I bet you do a good point guard. Yeah, he just he How are turns and glides away silently. Man, those would be really good moves. You would never be able to tell which way he's jogging on the court. Yeah, oh. you can't read that guy. And I mean, I bet seeing the future would really help your ball game. Archibald will hold a spot for you. <laughs> so you traipse back across the city with your two, uh, your two uh, uh, perpetrators you've collected, and uh, you return to the grimy, grody, uh, one-story temporary high guard HQ. And uh, and uh, you've got them. You've got Vata Bosek and you've got Norena Hackleaf. And before, uh, you know, you, you put them in prison, you do that, you put them in the holding cells and uh, before you know it, trial comes up. Oh. Now these people are, are definitely guilty. Vata Bosek has already been tried for a different murder. Right, and also put to death, which is... It, I mean, do, do we have double Previously. jeopardy rules that, well, that you can't be put to death <laughs> twice? So, so the thing is that the Red Fletcher was killed, but this is Vata Bosek, who was never the Red Fletcher. The Red Fletcher's name is one of those that they struck from the record because it's this because he was so horrific. It's one of those they just don't say, right? You have these murderers who like in, in if you go and look up a biography, yeah, maybe you'll find their name buried in there somewhere because some people don't respect those traditions but uh but, but you can't write it again they... in this town because the the magistrate you know from from yeah. yeah, has done. deemed this name as, as yeah un... it is it it's is one unwritable of, one of those things there's a whole chapter about it at the academy where it's like it's really bad for investigations it makes it really hard to Difficult. catch serial criminals yeah. but if if they are bad enough the magistrate will strike it out and you just uh you gotta work, <laughs> you gotta work with it so, so this court, you're not determining whether they're guilty or innocent. The, the, the evidence is overwhelming. You have witnesses. You have uh, previous conviction on 
on Vata for murder of Iman Scowl. At this point, you are trying to decide, you, the jury, are deciding, are these two criminals going to normal prison for life? Or will they be sent to the enchanted otherworldly prison, Abracatraz? Oh, which is it worse? Double Deca super secret prison? It is dangerous. It is unpleasant. It is horrific. Uh, no one escapes from Abracatraz. Um, and it is reserved Except for, for all those only times the... they did. Nope, no one has ever escaped from Abracatraz. And they only it's send people struck, there. It's been struck from the history books. Right, those right. yep. magistrate that, was Ab- like. Abracatraz goes back in time and doesn't admit them as criminals in the first place, so they cannot have escaped. I think Abracatraz might exist in the past, so that even if people escape, they it's, will never it's live they to came. see their. It's before. It, oh, no, they, 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 escape they escape and then they, they die in the time of the dinosaurs of old age. <laughs> yeah, they die long before they were ever born. Like what? So it's complicated. Yeah. So, anybody in the jury, uh, vote now. Are these two murderers and conspiracists going to normal prison, or are they being banished forever from Land Arcana, forever from this timeline to Abracatraz? So, so guilty means double dodeca super secret prison Abracatraz, and innocent means regular prison. Yes. Sure enough. All right. I'll put a minute and a half on the clock. Uh, yeah, Schmarty's all over the, the emojis. Thank you, Schmarty. He's a Schmarty pants. So um, uh, we will come back to the results of the trial uh, when our time is up. In the meantime, Scott, can you give us the balance of the scales of justice, please? Yeah, we, we, uh, we, we uh, pegged the scales of justice this session. Really? Thanks to actual combat. We have 14 successes Holy and seven God. failures. Whoa! So wow! Still a staggering number of failures, but just overwhelmed by the sheer number yep. of successes. Yep. Double. Officer, I want to just shout out real quick. Officer Barkate, my baby, is in the chat. <gasps> we love you, and we're glad to see you here. Oh. But also, Officer, and also Barclay Chromatic Chameleon and terrible. Batman Jenny. Everyone, I, he's, I, we're very glad to see everyone here. Uh, we did have a brief moment of discussion after Officer Barkate, my baby, first uh, appeared to us. So I just wanted to shout out Officer Barkate, my baby. So. Um, so while we like I said while everyone is voting, um, the success you, you, we've got success on the scales of justice. So um, in the in the days after the trial, uh, the inter the, the mayor uh, at her uh, appointment ceremony where she ascends to a demi magistrate status, um, she announces, "And I leave my post of mayor with a heavy heart, knowing that I've done well, and I'll I will uh, I'll, I'll miss my responsibilities as mayor, but I'm appointing Adam Sauvage." A uh, renowned eccentric scholar, and uh, the press like gets a kick out of that that she's eccentric on stage, uh, to the post of interim mayor. You'll all have elections before too long, but in the meantime, Adam Sauvage will be the interim mayor uh, in charge of Lanark Annam's High Guard. And Adam comes up and uh, she's blonde, she has pretty short hair, uh, big thick rimmed black glasses, she's very casually dressed, black t shirt. Um, and uh, she says, uh, Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Madam Mayor. Uh, it's a pleasure. It'll be a, a, I take my responsibilities into her mayor very greatly. And I assure you all that the high guard, and she actually calls up you officers, uh, these great officers who have, have protected our city uh, for so long, you, you will be, uh, we will support you. We will not be abandoned. We are going to rebuild high guard HQ as quickly as possible. Um, and you will have the full support of the mayor's office for as long as I'm in charge. And, uh, 
there's applause and cheers and uh, everyone goes nuts. You see the chief, a small tear just goes down her eye. She's in her minotaur form. For, and for a second, a tiny tear just goes. She, she salutes. Uh, so uh, I think we're out of time for our trial. Am I correct in that? Uh, yeah, yep, yeah, that's it. All right. What was the uh, what was the count? It looks pretty uh, mixed it's, to me. It's unanimous guilty. Oh. Yeah, we got three guilties. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So we do have one person who said yay. Uh, oh no, I see. Yep, yay. Oh, it is unanimous. I misunderstood. How that Sorry, I, you saw my noise in the chat. <laughs> I did, but it's okay. So wow, awesome. So uh, in a in a brief ceremony, uh, Vata Bostek and Norena Hackleaf, um, wearing the the pale blue jumpsuits of Abraka Teraz uh, and in front of the deputy magistrate um, a portal opens in a black archway purple lightning crackles around it and the deputy magistrate says I hereby banish you to Abraka Teraz where you will live out the rest of your days in the distant past may you rot and they step through the portal and it crashes and flashes and in an instant it's gone bye And I think, I think that's it. <sighs> Woo! What a ride. You I'm have just witnessed that this... guy. He, he was kind of nice, wasn't he? He's you know, always chatting with like us. Norena and I just got off on a, uh, the wrong foot. Like, she could have been friends with, with us in the high guard, but, oh boy, you know, misunderstandings leading to lives of horrible crime and corruption and, and conspiring to take down a city government. What are you going to do? Yeah. The camera. As oops, sorry. Go ahead, Jeffrey. I was just gonna say she needs to rot in jail for stabbing me. Also, true. That was true. yeah. Mm-hmm. Some things you can't come back from. No, no, no. You're all walking down the street, headed towards the the grimy, but it's home for now. High Guard HQ. <laughs> the chief is with you. Uh, all the rest of the High Guard is there. Durango's in the back. He's visible for for the whole way. Keep uh, up, uh, rookie. The, Oh, yeah, I'm, I'll do my best. Uh, it's been a while, but I think I'm ready to go again. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Uh, the camera pans up, and it pans up and uh, into the darkness, and then it pans back down, and you're inside the station. Nobody's there. It's the dead of night. Might be that night, might be another night. Uh, you see the table, the coffee maker, and the, the, the few spare uniforms, the rocks, uh, the, the chalkboard with the bracket, and the statue of the gnome. And for a second, nothing happens, and then the eyes on the statue flash and the statue moves, ruffles, shakes itself, and walks out of the building. Thanks for listening to Lawful and Orderly Special Visions Unit. Join our detectives next time for another exciting adventure in Lan Arcanum. Same RPG time. Same RPG Academy. Scott Brown can be found on Twitter at G-E-O-W-T-F. Jeffrey Copeland can be found on Twitter at ATL underscore Spielberg. Marty McGuire can be found on Twitter at Schmarty. And Andrew J. Young can be found on Twitter at That1GM. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing it with a friend or leaving a review on our iTunes page, which helps other listeners find the show. Thanks.